Welcome to the Doc G Show, a radio show cluster. Without further ado, critics have said he has the face for radio and a voice for silent films. Your host, Ben Doc G Gordon. And we are on the air. Hello, everyone. It is the Doc G Show, the brand new version of the Doc G Show. That would be the 2019 version. Yes. Yes. Featuring your host, me, Doc G, and one of the two best co-hosts in the game, Mr. Dave Burles, Berlin. Hey, new year, new me, Doc. I'm ready for it. It's very exciting, man. It is very exciting. I mean, I, I'll tell, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell the listeners why I'm so excited right now. Uh, Let's hear it. That would be because of our our great guest. Yes. I mean, yeah, man. I've been I've been busting hump, as they say in the biz, Word. to get yeah, the everyone's best. Everyone's been on break. Yeah, you haven't been. No, I've been grinding. I've been grinding, man. I mean, today we've got Tropidelic, one of the best mm. reggae rock groups out there, coming straight out of the Cleveland, the Cleveland, Ohio. Then, I, then we've got Sun Dried Vibes, yes! great right. band, great band from South Carolina, again giving us that reggae rock. Then we've got yes, Casey sir. Webb from Man vs. Food. That's right, okay. the Casey Webb. Say what? He's one of the few people that I know coming into it. He could eat more than me. I don't. Yeah. I don't have to question that. He could eat more than no. me. We've Probably also. Both of us. What's that? Combined. Probably both of us combined. I did. Hmm. Probably. I. I would go to say yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've also got we've got Raylan Baxter and we've got Driving and Crying. We've got Kim Lenz. Ooh. Yeah. It's just. I mean, it's an avalanche, man. It's an avalanche. It's, we're talking a whole new level in 2019. I mean, dare I say it, our shows are going to be so good, my moms might start listening again. Oh, shoot. If yeah. we get all the moms listening, yeah. our views are going to go up. It's a whole new ballgame. game. some big numbers. That's right. That's right. That's a fact. Uh, well, th- there was one thing else besides getting guests that um, I did over o- over this holiday break. Dave. What'd you do? What'd you do? I realized I'm old. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. But we, we already knew that. Well, we did, but it solidified. You finally it. accepted it. Okay. Yeah. There, there were several. There were, there were two main things that happened. So, mm-hmm. before, uh, way before you came on the show, Dave, way mm-hmm. back in the annals of the Doc G show. What? Oh, we're God, the what? The anals, <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, we're talking all the way up to small intestine. Ew. Um, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I made a reference because this was something that I came uh, across uh, about two years ago, two and a half, maybe three. He's getting on back there. But okay. I, w- I was walking uh, through Jacksonville one day, and I saw this lady, hmm. and this lady reminded me instantly of someone I knew. And I was like, oh my God, is that? And I like kept looking at them. I was like, that's got to be, I'm pretty positive that's them. And I kept following them, you know, to the point that they're basically (laughs) creeped out by it. And then I realized, I was like, oh no, man, but she looks exactly 
like Emma, the girl I used to know. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then I realize that you, when you do that, that's basically God's way of saying you live too long. Yes. He's basically saying, you know what? I, I don't have any new faces. You've seen them all. So he, he recreated one? I, re, I repeated. I got lazy. I'm sorry. That's all I got. You've just been around too long, man. I can't help it, right? That's, a fact. that's basically oh, it. But man. then, yeah, I, I, I recovered from that. I was like, no, no. No, Ben. You're not that old. You're good. Mm-hmm. You're good. But there were two instances, as I said, this break, that really, they solidified it for me. The first, mm-hmm. I was in CVS. Right? Mm-hmm. And all my life in CVS, when I listen to the tunes there, it's like, ugh. Lame. The pharmacy tunes. Lame. Right? Yeah. But yeah. I, was, I was picking up my goods, and first, they played a Phil Collins song. Say what? And I was like, oh, oh dope. And I, I was, just see you like jamming in the middle of it, right? The CVS, right? Yeah. I was getting pretty <laughs> jazzed, and then they played a Lionel Richie song. Oh come on! And I was oh. like, "Oh my God, Game is anybody over. else <laughs> hearing this right now?" And like, I was looking around for like some big ups from some people, and you know, there was like this 15-year-old girl, and she was like, "What is this?" dude doing he's so creepy what is he looking at i was like uh lionel richie ma'am all right get with it right nope and then i then it clicked it finally clicked i was like wait this is old person music no one Mm -hmm. likes this music except for old people like myself and i was like oh no i'm old enough to like pharmacy music that's me now I like pharmacy music. It was very sad. So true. It was very sad, but I recovered again. I was like, no, no. This is an isolated incident. This is fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not old. Yeah. I'm hip. I am. You just have hip. good taste in music, classic yeah. music. Right, right. So then I was watching TV, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I've already sort of failed because I know the kids these days, they don't watch the TV. They watch all of the streaming devices, which I do too. Mm-hmm. I watch that as well. Mm-hmm. But I watch classic TV. I like to go on the TV adventure. That's right. And when you go on the TV adventure, you watch the commercials, right? Yeah. And, and normally when you're a, a youngster, most of the commercials, you're like, that's stupid. That's not funny. But I started realizing I laughed at most of every single commercial. And I was like, oh, my God. The ad wizards. Who came up with this? This is hilarious. Actually, I did the same thing the other night. Does that mean that? Because there was like one good commercial after another. I was like, wow, that was actually really creative. Yeah. Am Am I catching the oldness from you? Yeah, I think you're getting old from me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We, We both were both getting old. There's no stopping it, Dave. We're getting old. But you know what? I'm not, I'm not ready for that. What? No, no. No, you've got to prepare yourself. Prepare yourself now, Dave. Yes! Okay? But the, the, here's what I'm going to say. We may be getting old, but we can we can be some pretty kick old people. Nope. All right? We can be yes. the coolest old people on the block. I mean, our three I've listeners know it. i to be that person. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> They will know it. When they listen, those three people, they're like, oh, my God. And my mom, maybe, fingers crossed. 
will have the greatest time on the Doc G Show. Are you ready to fire it up? Fire it up, Doc. Let's go. All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and liftoff. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Like I said, very excited. Tropidelic. We are going to have their lead singer, Matt Rose, uh, um, Rhodes, sorry, Rhodes, not Rose, uh, on the uh, show, lead singer, uh, guitar player, he's gonna, we're gonna be talking shop, we're gonna be talking the new album coming out, we're gonna be talking about touring, they've got their own festival, by the way, we're gonna talk about that, so, all of that, yeah, really good times, really good times, it's gonna be in August, we might need to hit it up as a whole group. Yeah, hit it yeah. up as a whole group there. Are you ready, though, to start it where we start? Birthday song. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Oh, man. I'm, I'm excited for the first birthday suit of 2019. It's, it's, uh, it's in our vein of the show. Mm. I don't know if it's your forte, though. I would put Justin more on this one, but I've got faith in you. You can get this one. Okay. You, you get okay. it. Okay. Uh, okay, our birthday suit wear was born January 9th, 1982 in Reading, England. Hmm. She went to St. Andrew's School and Downhouse School and later studied at Marlborough College and then graduated from the University of St. Andrew's with a history uh, with a degree in history of art. In early 2001, our birthday suit wearer met Prince William. Hmm. They dated for six years, but broke up in 2007. Not too long after that, though, they got back together. They became engaged in 2010, were married in 2011, and she became the Duchess of Cambridge. Name that birthday oh, suit wearer. Um, Kate. Yeah, uh, you got it. You got it. Oh, uh, Princess I Kate. Her last na- I it don't starts have her last with, name. Starts with an M. Hmm. More no. 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 Mm. Mm. Michaels. No. <laughs> I'll give you half credit. Middleton. Middleton. Kate uh, Middleton. Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. Kate Middleton, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's right. Okay. Princess Kate doing it up. I I didn't I I didn't know thirty uh turning thirty seven. That's uh, yeah. oh, that that seems pretty young. I, I was about to say I thought it was younger than than she actually was. I mean, not saying that she doesn't look good. Don't get me wrong. Right. Oh, you're looking right. good, We're not Kate. Insulting but, the royal the royal family. But I just I thought she maybe it's because she's more matronly. I don't hmm. know. Anyways. Anyways, uh, what I was going to say, she has three kids now. She's got Prince George, Princess Charlotte, and Prince Louis. Louis. Oh, Louis. Now, I know, I know, I noticed, yeah, mm hmm, mm hmm. I noticed Prince George, he's, he, he already, he fits the poor, uh, poor, uh, part of uh, the royal family. He's already got like the sweater vest. So true. And the swoop de doo hairdo. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's looking the part. Yeah, but I noticed something uh, about the royal family as far as uh, how they present their family on Wikipedia. Hmm. They okay. don't they, they don't have kids 
on Wikipedia. Word. You know, you know how on most Wikipedia pages you go on there and on the right side it has like their their quick facts, you know, and on their quick yeah. facts it's mm-hmm. got things about like their their parents, their other relatives. Too. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, uh, they don't have that for the royal family. Instead, in the place of that, they have issues. Hmm. Yeah. Issues. They use, they're so royal, they're so elegant that they use the legal term issues. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's sort of weird. Like, where does that come from? Well, I, I mean, so, so for instance, if you were to go on to Snoop Dogg's page, Word. you'd find out mm-hmm. that Snoop Dogg, four children, right? Just normal children. That's a fact. But I go to Kate Middleton's page, instead of saying three children, three issues now i didn't actually like research the name i'm guessing i know they use it in wills and anytime that they're doing like Uh, legal terminology stuff yes exactly exactly Mm -hmm. but i don't know i'm not a i'm not a linguist i couldn't tell you where it comes from sorry we'll get we'll get on it though dave don't worry don't worry nonetheless it's not an issue Aha! <laughs> nice. All right. I digress. We will move on. Dave, are you ready to rip some headlines? Oh, rip it, Doc. It's now time for Rip from the Headlines. Very exciting. Very exciting. Dave, uh, you know we only go to the finest sources of news. Uh, yes, sir. The Quality, quality yes. journalism. Crim de la crim. Uh, uh, we went to 247, 247wallstreet.com. Because um, mm. obviously, right? Who doesn't go there? You have to. Uh, yeah, but they made a list. They made a list of the best city to live in for every state in America. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. That's interesting. That's right. Would you like to take a guess? Of which city slash town won the honor for our beloved Florida? Hmm. Um, I'm going to say Tampa. Hmm, that's a good thought. There's there's a lot of good subdivisions, smaller towns I, I, around. I wanted this. I don't think Jacksonville because our crime rate's kind of high. Yeah. Orlando like is too busy because of Disney. Yeah. Miami's too expensive. Yeah. Tampa seems like a good one where you got some water and you know a nice family environment. So well, the, they let's went. Hear what, they went for pretty rich. They weren't worried about oh. that. They went. They oh. went to Pinecrest. Sweet. Have you oh, ever? Jeez. You ever been yeah. to Pinecrest? Yeah, it's like outside of like Fort Lauderdale area. Well, it's 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 south. It's uh, south of of uh, Fort Lauderdale there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I used to go to a Target in a Circuit City down there. Yeah. Back when Circuit Cities used to exist. <laughs> I was like, stuck. You're, you're showing your age again. It's fine. We're hip old dudes. I'm cool with it. All right? Jeez. You don't even know. Was, I got. It, it was got, probably the nicest Circuit City ever. I got cassette tapes there. I got vinyls. Wow. Old You know it. Anyways, I. Uh, they also had a pretty mean barbecue restaurant there. Shorties. It's mm, still there. That's a fact. Used to have a couple of catered events with shorties. Nonetheless. Shorties. Uh, now, uh, Dave, hmm. you've been you've been to church in your day at some at some time, right? You've been to I, a. I have. Yeah, yeah. Yes, um, yes, what's the craziest thing you've ever had happen when you've been at a church? Hmm. 
Um, when you, I feel like it's like that person like shows up late mm. and like everyone like turns and looks at them awkwardly. Yeah. And they I- like. Or like and like the baby's crying or something like like all that like awkwardness is just, nothing crazy. It's just like really an awkward scenario. Yeah, you're gonna find this uh, not surprising at all. Hmm. But that's happened to me at a wedding before. Really? Yeah. You were the you were the late guy. I was the late guy. Yeah. Yes! And I didn't really care because I was like, guess what? I don't want to be here anyway. You didn't so take be that. <laughs> you were like getting dragged in. Yeah. Well, last week, uh, Evan Risher, um, who. He's uh he's a uh, preacher. Um, he had something pretty crazy happen. Yeah, he was uh, preaching. Wait, what? And a bullet shot through the ceiling of the church. Wait, what? And landed beside him. Yes. Yeah. Tore through the floor. Whoa. Yeah. Security rushed him off stage, yeah, and he came back after he realized this was not some form of attack, and it was uh, a, uh, uh, you know, a stray bullet. bullet. Yes, yes. Now, uh, the thing I was most fixated on uh, Mr. Uh, Fisher, sorry, I said Risher, Fisher, Uh, the thing that I was most uh, fixated on Fisher's um, uh, conundrum was that he had an Instagram post. Afterwards, hmm. he he got an Instagram post and he said, "Tonight, while I was preaching, in the middle of my sermon and in the midst of the service, a stray bullet came through a ceiling tile behind my head, and our security team immediately rushed me off stage. Jeez. It took me, or it shook me, but it didn't break me. The devil lost again. Wait, what?" Lord, oh thank you for allowing me to see another year. Happy New Year. Hashtag still preaching Jesus. Sweet. Oh, wow. Let, That's so extra. <laughs> let, let, let me say, don't get me wrong. I'm glad Mr. Fisher, uh, Pastor Frisch, Fisher, is all right. Yes! Very good that Fish, Mr. Fish is doing good, right? Yes! I'm glad he's still hitting the pulpit. But how how did the devil lose in this operation? Hmm. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm glad that greedy turd lost. Yes! He's always trying to win it. Stray bullet goes through a roof game. Hmm. But I'm still mm-hmm. a tad confused how how that works. What what did he what is he trying to do? I mean, you think the devil would go for a little bit more of a direct approach. He seems like a, a direct type of guy. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know him well enough. And then the hashtag. I mean, I guess he's got to keep it young. I guess the preacher's younger than yeah, we are. Gotta, I don't know. you got to stay hip. I mean, man. Boom. Take that, devil. Another loss for you. Hashtag still preaching Jesus. Boom. That just happened. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like it. He was excited about it. I mean, I don't know if I was him, if I would have posted it but you know that's him hey that's him and good for you still getting out there doing it preach get it on dave, nothing stopping him uh-uh it's not nope. it's not dave i got big news i got real what big you, news. what you got for me what you got for me world record that's oh, already right 2019 yes. we got new records i think you might have seen this one actually you might have seen this one. Hmm. Did you Which see? One was did it? you see any world records? Can you think of any world records? Off the top of my head, 
no, not that I know of. If okay. you say it, I might have. Okay, well, this past weekend, we had the most expensive tuna sold ever. Oh, no, no, I didn't see that. That's like a live tuna? Well, they caught the tuna, obviously, and they brought uh-huh. it into market, and they sell it off at the market in Japan. Okay. okay. Uh, this this would be the uh, the bluefin tuna? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to butcher his name here. I'm sorry uh, uh, for all the Japanese listeners. Uh, Kiyashi <laughs> Kimura, I'm guessing is uh, how that, you say it. That didn't sound too bad. I mean, it sounded realistic, but I'm not actually sure if that's how you say it. But oh. nonetheless, uh, Kiyashi, uh, Kiyashi Kimura is known as the Tuna King. That's right. And he bought a 612-pound bluefin tuna. Holy crap. Guess how much that tuna sold for? Hmm. Um, I'm going to say a pound of tuna probably costs, we'll say, uh, eight grand. (laughs) You really lowballed him here. $3.1 million. What? That's right. This is Bluefin, the best you can get. $3.1 million. He definitely overpaid for it. He definitely overpaid for it. I think they said they sell this this tuna uh, normally in their markets for $200 a pound. For a pound. Uh, yeah. Oh so, gosh. So they really. Yeah, I was. Really, I was going like fifteen dollars a pound. Goodness gracious. But but he had he had to get. He, I mean he had to get the record. I don't blame him. And, and in the picture he's got a he's got a, a face like oh oh that was bad. Girl, come on. I shouldn't. Have, that was a, I shouldn't have done I that. Wasted, I got really carried that. away. That was way too much. Way too much. Okay. Three million. Goodness gracious. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So we go from tuna hmm. to another. We, we go from world records on tunas to something else. We've started sort of a, a little bit of a tradition on this show. Um, Dave, let me ask you, uh, mm-hmm. what have we learned about shooting your relatives on this show? Doc, it's simple, man. Just don't do it. There there you go. Exactly. Correct answer, Dave. For 100 extra points, what have we learned about shooting your roommates on this show? Hmm. Oh. You know, I don't really care the reason. Even if they suck and they're really messy, and I don't know what the story's about to do, but the guy's about to f*** them off. But don't shoot them. There you go. Exactly. Correct again. Well, we're going to branch out one more time. Here's another branch out of this this lesson that we're learning. So last week, a man pulled into the drive-thru of Taco Bell in Oklahoma. Uh, Yep. My favorite fine dining establishment. Mm, It is one of mine as well. You really regret it afterwards, but man, is it good at the time. Uh, yes. yes. That's right. The man in the car went through the drive-thru around 1.25 a.m. So you know he was making some good decisions. Yes! Uh, yes the best. He, he made his order, received his order, and took off out of the drive-thru. However, the car quickly pulled back around to the drive-thru, and he started yelling Uh-oh. 
about not getting his hot sauce with his order. Instead of opting for the sane choice of saying, hey, it's New Year's, it's 1.25 a.m., you guys probably forgot my hot sauce because you don't care. Nope. I should probably consider it lucky that you didn't rub my tacos on your crotch. Yes! He opted mm-hmm. for the not sane approach. He pulled a gun out and started opening fire on the employees. Oh, Wait, crap. what? Yes, yes. The employees ran to the back of the store. Luckily, none got hit. Locked themselves inside a bathroom. And uh, waited until he left. Now, this guy apparently actually walked through the store for a little bit. Um, but luckily, uh, no hey, one... Hey, you know, he, he probably grabbed some hot sauce. Probably did. Uh, don't get me wrong, Dave. I've been to Taco Bell, and they have forgot my hot sauce before. It's deflating. Oh, come on! Especially for a guy like me. I mean, we've discussed on this very show that I wait until I get home to eat my food. So I yep. invest my trust in the workers of T-Bell that they have correctly put my order in the bag. And what do I find when I get home? No sauce. Well, that hurts. Oh, so you so you don't even open the bag till you get home. Well, I should, but I never really think about it, you know? I'm just like, nah, they got my back. Nope. These are the T-Bell mm. workers. They got my back. Nope. But nope. I get home. That's a deep wound. It's a deep yeah. wound. But... The retribution for this blunder is not shooting the person. No, that, you're right. That's not eye for an eye. That's that's not even eye for a hundred body parts, including genitals. What? That doesn't that doesn't oh, equate God. at all. Yeah, exactly. I threw him in there for extra emphasis. Yeah, I mean you're right. It doesn't add up, but God, is it frustrating when they forget something it is, in your order? But no, no. But, but I agree. We no validation. Agree. No validation. No. I'm putting it on the list, Dave. Yep, you can't. You can't shoot yep. a person for <laughs> not putting your hot sauce in a Taco Bell order. Not a reason. That's a fact. Put it on the list. That's a fact. Okay. I think it's time, Dave. Are you ready to hear some tunes? Dude, I've been waiting. It's good tunes, man. It's tropidelic. We are going to hear first. Ready to jam. First off of their album, Heavy as the Head, we're going to hear Dollar Saved, which is... A delightful jam. Second off of the off of their new album, we're going to hear the title track, Heavy as the Head. This is Tropidelic on the Dog G Show. Keep it locked. Against the empire, all it takes is a turn. 
turn A turn for the worst To see who really is the vampire
call him king for a reason I've been feeling guilty but I'm gonna get better Hip hop is my therapy and demon behind every letter Second place in a race where I used to set the pace But I'll be waiting with a hammer when the devil show his face I'ma do what I please, I got a vision I'ma finish till my mind's at ease Yo, anybody got a problem with me then I'ma escalate it to the 10th degree King for always on the road. He's gotta exercise the demon. Said he needs weed more than he needs Jesus. Heavy is the head of a heathen. All the brings call him King for And we are back here on the Doc G Show. Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Dave? Oh, guys, check out the podcast. There it is. And check the website out. Justin never says this, but thedocgshow.com. Yeah. Do it. Exactly. That's there right. you go. Thank you. I mean, I made the I made I made the website you for a reason. You made the website. Yeah. Come on. And it's easy. It's easy to check. You don't even have to go anywhere else. You just go on nope. the website. You can look at all the shows right there. It's like the second There's thing down. There's a bunch down. of fun goodies on there. Yep. All kinds, man. Plus, you find out who else is on the show. If I have any updates as far as guests, oh, boom, yeah, you that's see the where calendar. it goes. Exactly. Yes, sir. Exactly. Uh, Dave, it's time for a little bit of shout-outs. Shout go. Okay. Here we go. First place. Around the world. First place, Bel Air, Maryland. Oh, Will Smith. Yeah, except the Maryland version. Except the Maryland version. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's okay. All right, shout-out, Laguna Niguel. California. Oh. Yeah. I don't shout out to the Cali peeps, Laguna Beach. Yeah, I don't know where Laguna Niguel is. Gonna have to look that one up. Don't know. Nope. Uh shout out to a place I just was for the Christmas special, Nashville, Tennessee. Yes. Ooh, shout out to our hot chickens out there. Exactly. Shout out to Camberwall, United Kingdom. Shout yeah. out. Oh, uh, over the pond. That's right. That's right. Let's take it back over right beside Nashville. Shout out to Knoxville, Tennessee. Yes. Shout out. Thanks for volunteering your time with the show. Oh, like what you did there. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Spout Spring, Virginia. Shout out. I don't know where Spout, Spout Spring, Spring is, but wherever. Thanks for listening. Shout they love us. Shout out to that's Almeria, right. Spain. Shout out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Almeria. R- that's right. That's right. Shout out to Athens, Greece. Shout out. Yes. Oh, shout out to them. Yeah. Cool. Yes, yes. And lastly, shout out to United Kingdom, London edition. Shout yes. out. 
Very London. nice. We're on the map. Very nice. Very nice. Thank you for all your Very listens, cool. folks. Shout out to all the listeners. Exactly. Super I'll, cool. All right, Dave. You ready? Second birthday suit. Oh, all right. I'm I'm warmed up now. We're going athlete this time. Athlete. Athlete. My, okay. Okay. Born in Baltimore, Maryland, January 9th, 1965. He went to Dunbar High School, loved basketball, was coached by Bob Wade, who went on to coach at the University of Maryland. Hmm. They actually made a 30 for 30 about when this guy was playing at Dunbar High School. He was good enough to earn a scholarship to Wake Forest, where for his career, he averaged 11.3 points a game. 8.4 8.4 assists and 3.1 steals per game. Our birthday suit wearer was drafted 12th overall in the 1987 draft by the Washington Bullets. Our birthday suit wearer made headlines because he was the shortest player to ever play in the NBA. Say what? Right. Our birthday suit wearer uh, was drafted by the expan- uh, was drafted in the expansion draft by the Charlotte Hornets in 1980- uh, That's what I was waiting for. Who is it? Muggsy Bogues. Boom! It is a Muggsy. That is correct. Very nice. Muggsy Bogues. Dang. 5 3. Five. That's so crazy. I know, man. I've got, I've got like nine inches on this guy. It's crazy. Word. Crazy. And if we're talking me as Stephen Adams, I've got a foot and nine inches on him. Wait, crazy. What? Yes, Stephen Adams, you could squash him. So definitely, definitely. And for the folks out there that didn't know, he actually was on uh, the team uh, on the Washington Bullets at the same time as Manute Bull, who was the tallest player ever to be in oh, the Oh yeah, NBA. I've seen that picture. Yeah. Yeah, he was 7-7. Seven, seven. Um so crazy. Wow. Yeah. Crazy 24 or 28 inches in between them. Say two, what? Almost two and a half feet. Nuts. Nuts. Goodness gracious. Dave, do you know why January 9th is special? Hmm. Be- um, besides Muggsy Bo's birthday. Besides that. You know, I, I, I'm not sure, Doc. I don't know. What's what's special about it? Well, it's special. The reason I want to talk about it is it is the day that Steve Jobs announced iPhone Word. at the Macworld convention. That's oh, right. Shoot. <laughs> that he, changed the world. He put the world on notice. He was like, hey... These horrible devil devices are going to take over everyone's lives and make you even more fat and worthless than you already are. Jeez. He did that. Great. Now we're on iPhone. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. X, whatever you want to call it. 10XSR, da-da-da. Yeah. 2000. They got them all. They're all fancy. Then you gotta. What happens when your iPhone breaks down? Well, you got to head over to the Apple store. That's right. So even though everything a person could need or do is online, and most people know it's better to just throw away your broken Apple stuff than bring it to an Apple store and try to fix it, let's see what people have to say about the Apple store on Fifth Avenue in a little segment we call 
Why would you like to review that? Yes. Why would you review that? Did somebody tell him this is a really bad idea for a segment? They did, and he didn't care. <sighs> All right, it's time for Why Would You Review That? Yes. Why? Which one is Fifth Avenue? Is that New York? or Fifth um... Avenue, New York. That's correct. Okay. That okay, is correct. Okay. Now, for the listeners Gosh. that don't know this segment, maybe some new listeners... Uh, wondering how this started. Me and Justin were wondering why someone would take the time to review a bridge, hmm. uh, specifically the Charles Bridge. Hmm. Uh, and, it, you know, it's fairly obvious what a bridge does, how they work. Um, but the segment has morphed into me just laughing at weird stuff that people write on reviews. Yes! And thinking that they're doing a public service by writing these reviews. Yes! So that's what we basically do now. And now we're reviewing the Apple Store. Sweet. 9,178 yes. reviews. Almost 10,000 reviews, Dave. Oh. I mean, before we get into it, just like imagine your neighborhood Apple Store. Yeah. Like they all, they all suck. They make you make an appointment and make you wait like three hours. Yeah, well, and you 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 walk in and then you leave feeling like defeated because you never get really what you want, and it's a pain in the butt. Well, I'll be I'll be so. honest, Dave. I reviewed the Jacksonville ones. Not funny. I didn't have any good oh, okay. ones. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. So we had well, to- well, I'm just I'm just thinking that the like the NYC like Fifth Ave one probably we got yeah, some good ones. Uh, it, yeah, and I'm of sure. course. 536 one-star reviews. They came Let's out, though. the good ones. Average, though, 4.3, just just for fun facts. 4.3, not bad. That's not bad. So let's go yeah. ahead and start with Ishan Gupta. Word. Ishan Gupta. Uh, quote, Bunch of a-holes trained to handle the quantity of people but not handle peculiar problems. They will soon be replaced by robots hmm. doing a better job at it. Also, <laughs> probably not. Probably not a lie. <laughs> also, no toilets as well. Jeez, nice. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Well, we've got we've got an, a toilet in there. We got another one coming. There's there's a couple. There's a couple with that. All right. Okay. Let's uh let's go on. Let's go on to Udros. Udros. You'd roast. Yeah. Uh, quote, what a disappointment. Nothing like the apple that used to be there. Girl, come on. Selection is poor. Lots of stairs with elevators available, only if you ask for it. And don't mind following an employee through a shady corridor. So shabby. It seems like an apple imposter. Or dot, dot, dot. Maybe it is. Hmm. Period. Oh. Bad. Wow. Period. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. So Yud thinks uh, a secret imposter apple has came around. Yes! I, I also don't know, like, it's not a secret club. You don't have to ask about the elevators, I'm guessing. Nope. Hey, let me use the elevators. Oh, he knew the secret password. Yeah, you can use this elevator. Hmm. Okay, here we go. Albert Santiago. Quote, I always love this. The worst experience. Wow. Had both phones 
and a Mac Pro ready for purchase asked to use the bathroom. They said they don't have one. Gone. Nobody got time for that. Exclamation point. End quote. Gone. <laughs> That's right. He got up out of there. I mean, honestly, I don't know what kind of bathroom emergency he had going on. I was about to say, depends on the situation. I mean, if there was some kind of emergency number two going on, I could see that. But like, if I just if I just gotta, you know, empty empty the main vein there, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wait, what? wait in line for that long with all my purchases. And then just yeah. screw it, you know? No, no way. Yeah, I'm, we're on the same page, Doc. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad. Now, this one, this is good. Patrick Newman, hmm. uh, quote, want to feel like cattle being herded? Nope. Question mark. Come here for an authentic experience, end quote. Ooh, burn. Sick burn. Word. Sick. Got him. You know he did. You know he did. <laughs> right. Here we go with uh, Brian Edwards McGinnis. Hmm. Sounds very British. Guessing this guy's British. Yes. Uh, quote. He was visiting. Customer service here is the worst, period. Apple is going downhill. <laughs> really taking this quote-unquote most profitable company in the world to heart. Hmm. Jesus and his team have no service skills. I won't ever go back here. In quote. Um, you say Jesus? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I was very intrigued. First of all, I don't really know. I mean, the most profitable con uh, company in the world, like, it doesn't have to be correlated with bad service. Nope. I mean... No. It doesn't have to be, so I don't know why they'd be taking that to heart. Second part, I was really thrown off by the Jesus part. Yes! I was like... Maybe... I Well, I was like, I was like, what? No, 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 no. He's down with Pastor Fisher. He's still preaching Jesus. That's cool. He's down there. Amen! And, but then I realized the, the manager of the service team, I did a little research. He's the manager. Oh, it's Jesus. His Jesus, yes. I I was thinking that. Yep. Yes. Now uh, we've got we we've got two uh, left. Um, these are my two favorite. Right. These are my two favorite. Y yes. Young yes. Young yes. Kim, Young Kim. I'm guessing. Young Kim. I'm guessing that's the rapper. I'm guessing it's not a rapper. I'm guessing it's Korean. Would be my guess. Hmm. Um, <laughs> quote: How can an Apple store not have my favorite kind of apple? Red delicious. Boom! Boom! No. Very nice, young Kim. Come on, come on. Very nice. Now my favorite, my favorite, Matt Gerber. Now this review is usually something I would uh, reserve for Walmart, hmm. but he decided apparently to go with Apple. Quote: Being in there made me want to kill myself. Wow. End quote. <laughs> Woo. Period. Woo. <laughs> that is that is tough, man. Uh, I actually lied. That's a rough day in the Apple store. We got one more. We got one more. Yes! I'm okay with one more. Alana Weiss. Alana Weiss. Quote, This is not an Apple store! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. End quote. Wait, what? What is it? I... I don't know. Rip, I, she left us hanging with that? that? That's it. Oh. 
That's it. She just, it's not one. Don't think it is. Well, she's with the other lady that says it's an imposter store. So oh. They're, they're in on it. Oh, wow. That's right. I forgot. Oh, my gosh. It's some kind of. Oh man, you you found it. They're, they're the Cons- only two that can see. Conspiracy, it. Dave. Conspiracy. Yes. All right. We got to look into that. That has been ripped from the head. Or whoops, I'm off on my segments. What? That has been. Why would you review that? We are going to be right back after we hear one more from our guest of honor, Tropodelic. We are going to hear the recipe. And then after the recipe, we will be back with none other than Matthew Rhodes of Tropodelic. Keep it locked on the Doc G Show. Down in Carolina, used to sing for free. I said I can hit a high bottom high as a beach boy. Takes a little time to write the recipe, but them boys will make it funky. It's I pull from Atlanta, indicable planets. I steal from the English and rock from the Spanish. I take what I can and then I take advantage. I come from the land to so know I pull the hammer. Learn the from reading, believe what I'm seeing. Grow stronger from getting knocked down in the beatings. The soul from Liana ain't leading you on. And my anger's from Fiddler. I lived through this song. I skim from the Beatles and streets full of needles. The immigrants, criminals, downtrodden peoples. The bass is my canvas, the beat is my easel. Guess I found a habit, but I found no equal. I'm inspired by people who did it like me. Malcolm Gladwell is the knowledge I seek. Won't give up, not for nothing. This weed from my cousin, my thirst for adventure. I credit to Huck. Down in Carolina, used to sing for free. I said I can hit a high no bottom high as a beach boy. Takes a little time to write the recipe. But them boys will make it funk in Seattle. Take words from the wise and I put them to use And the guidance has helped me while searching for truth All these people will hate but we never lose faith I'm deaf to their words while awaiting my fate We busted our ass out the Cali and back So the road is my teacher, examines the track But my ego's in check, I will never retract All the I've said cause it showed me the path Got my cred from the city that raised me and praised me Bars from the back of the bus, ain't it crazy? Style from punk rock, humble from tow trucks Picking me up in the night when the van bus I'm down on my luck, I'm from Cleveland, I'm from Pitt, I'm from Kent, I'm from Buff See, I've been down so long, so there's no place but up I got places to be, so I'll end this abrupt Welcome back to the show Our guest today is the lead singer, founder of the fantastic band Tropodelic We have Mr. Matthew Rhodes Yes! Matt, how is 2019 treating you so far? Hmm, pretty great, man uh, It was a great 2018 and all signs point to even better year this year so looking forward to it so far so good definitely definitely uh happy belated birthday as well that's right celebrated (laughs) right before we rolled over the new year how'd you celebrate Uh, i just spent some downtime with the family um i grew up in western pennsylvania 
Mm -hmm. So I got to spend some time with them and pretty low key, I guess. Nice, nice. Now, Tropidelic uh, is coming up 11th year of being in existence, over a decade of grooves. There have been some obvious changes over the years to the band. Uh, but in your opinion, what's changed and what stayed the same in that time frame? Hmm. Wow, this guy, this guy does his research. Um, <laughs> you know, I guess if you're being technical, like from the onset of the name, yeah, you're probably right around then. Um, and you know, actually, I've thought about this recently because mm-hmm. you know the the early years were not a lot of things happening, and it was more or less just myself and some college buddies just. You know, kicking around and around our college town in Kent, at Kent State University. Mm-hmm. Sweet. But the the vibe has managed to stay similar, you know, throughout the entirety of the onset of the name until yeah. now. And I, I I can't credit it to anything other than just like the you know who the people this is all attracted, and it's managed to stay relatively consistent because it's been a group of sort of like similar minded outlying sort of personalities mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. that hopefully create this like unique thing that is tropidelic yeah. yeah yeah well so you you mentioned it there you created the band or at least the concept the name uh when you were going to kent state and uh you what I read from an article, you graduated and got a desk job, hmm. and that desk job, you said, "No, I can't do it. I'm going the music route." Um, can I ask what the the desk job was that you got coming out of college that that you said I can't do? Hmm. I, yeah, it's not. I <laughs> it was like I worked in like an environmental field, mm-hmm. um, and and honestly. Um, I still do from time to time, (laughs) but, but it's, uh, you know, something that the decision was more about, you know, it was less about what I was doing in particular and more about, you know, Hey, you know, I I want something more for my life. And, uh, it's not that even, I actually really like the jobs and, um, but it was, uh, it was like, I got to prioritize my happiness here, you know, I got to do something else. And, and that's what I've done, uh, since then. Um, so you know, it, it wasn't so much a matter of, you know, anything particular with with a job or not. It was like, dude, I'm, I, I just, I can't see myself doing this for the next forty years. Like, I gotta get out and you know, pursue some some dreams. You know? Very nice, very nice. Well, also, I noticed right uh, one of the the first EP that you guys dropped. Uh, you you gave out ten thousand copies of that EP. Wait, what? Rebirth of Dope. Um, how did how did you pay for that? What? <laughs> how, how did you get those copies out? That's a lot of copies to move. Hmm. Yeah, we uh, what we do was, um, we go and this was like early. I mean, this is what what year is this? Maybe two, yeah, two thousand eight or so, you know, somewhere yeah. around there. So we'd go hijack the computer lab with a stack of CDs and literally put them in every single computer in the computer lab at Kent State. <laughs> burn them and then you know we sticker them ourselves and everything um but that's what we did um initially and honestly thinking about it now like um 
you know, we didn't even have an agenda back then. And back then, it was just like we wanted to have a good time and you know, throw some parties. We had a big party house, so I don't even I don't even really know why we did all that. Like that back then, but but we definitely did, and it was definitely a lot of work. And uh, I was about to say yeah. that that's tenacity, man. Ten thousand copies—that's a lot. Yeah, but we just did it nonstop all the time. So. You know, it's been a long, you know, from point A to point B, there's just there's been a lot of stuff in between, but you can't, I can't downplay how nope. some of that early stuff might have helped, you know, to get us where we are today, even though it's a whole different group of people. Yeah, well, let's let's fast forward then. You just finished 2018, uh, Freak Drop New Year's Run, uh, ended with three sold-out shows there at the end uh, in yes! Beachland and Cleveland. That's a nice way to end the year, man. Uh how 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 was the the vibe on that freak drop New Year's run? Hmm. It was amazing. Uh, it was you know we, we sold out um, some shows around you know in our state or whatnot for a few years, but these were like you know pretty pretty substantial size rooms. Yeah. Um, and so it was our first time headlining selling out these size rooms in this, this area, and you know I couldn't you know it's really dream come true type stuff yeah um everyone was just kind of cloud nine for a bit there and you know it's, it's a lot of hard work paying off i guess you know very nice very nice well uh this is a bit of a side note but i gotta ask because the last show like i said is in cleveland you guys are, are a cleveland band that's where you uh you started out um I'm a bit of a food man. In fact, next week on the show, we've got Casey Webb from Man vs. Food on the Travel Channel. And if me or Casey were headed to Cleveland, where would you say I have to eat? Where's the place that you guys go if you need that that Cleveland soul? Where is it that you go to eat? Hmm. Yeah, you know what? I... I'm probably not the guy to ask, but <laughs> I if if I'm going out for like some some good food and I like Italian food, yeah, they got like, they got a little Italy district like that. Some of us actually live there, yeah. um, but it's it's awesome. It's great food down there. The the, the, the kind of like the the place that people consider the Cleveland sort of you know soul per se. I grew up in Pittsburgh myself, so they got like the Permani Brothers. Oh out there. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So this the the, the kind of like the, the sister to that in Cleveland is this melt. It's like gourmet grilled cheese. It's kind of like uh, it's what people think of when they think of like where to go eat in Cleveland. So nice. But I, I got I got my some of my small spots. It's mostly Little Italy down there though. I like I like Italian food. Oh yeah, I love Italian. I had it last night, man. Yes! I had it last nice. night. Uh, now you ended like I said, 2018 with some really cool shows, but you got some even sweeter stuff in 2019. Uh, you've got the 311 cruise coming up from March 1st to March 6th. Uh, you're heading out, gonna go to Costa Maya and Belize. Looks pretty sweet. Uh, have you done any cruise ship performances uh, before? Hmm. No, we played on some like you know small like out for the night sort of cruises around the East Coast, but not not a cruise cruise. No, so yes, very really nice. Yeah. These things are getting big. These cruises, yes! they, these are these are big deals. And uh, being with 311, have you performed with 311? Correct. Yeah, we did a we did a, a few shows with them in late 2017. Very nice, very nice. That sounds like it's it's sold out to the listeners. Sorry, you can't you can get on the waiting list, but it's it's already sold out. So it should be a packed cruise for you guys. Should be pretty awesome. Um, you've also got the Orlando vacation, 
with Dirty Heads coming up in Orlando in May 11th. Hmm. Uh, that's got to be exciting. Dirty Heads always puts a good show on. Um, did you see their their uh, vacation video? Has Mr. Belding in it from Saved by the Bell? I did see that. I did see that. <laughs> Wait, I was, what? Yeah, it was like a year ago. All of a sudden, I was cruising through, and I, I was like, what? Is that... And he's old and sort of chubby now. A lot more chubby than he used to be. But I was like, how did they get Mr. Belding? And why did they think, you know what we need? Mr. Belding. That's who we no. need for this video. Yes! So, I know, right? <laughs> it seems like a weird thing. But it seems like an awesome show uh, as far as uh, getting to work with Dirty Heads on that. And uh, if listeners uh, are in the Orlando area, they should definitely get tickets for that. Yes! Uh, but lastly, you've got the Freak Stomp. Music Festival, August 9th to 11th in Butler, Ohio. Uh, you guys have cabins this year. You've got VIP experiences, uh, awesome bands, bumping uglies. Yes! Uh, this is going to be a pretty awesome festival, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So last year, it's the third year. Last year, we actually sold out at the previous location. So we're going bigger and better this year. Um, should have a second round of artists announced sometime here in the next couple of months. So it should be, yeah, it should be a killer time. The cabin's actually all sold out, so we got a limited amount of VIP left. Sweet. Um, still plenty of GA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, as far as that goes, uh, you said that was your third year. Which, what's your favorite thing? Why did you guys decide to do a festival? And, and what's your th- favorite thing about putting on a festival? Hmm. Um, I personally, for for me, it, it's been, you know, you, you tour all year long, you meet all these people, you form these strong relationships, but very, very seldom aside from, you know, sporadically at a, sh- you know, a show that some people might travel for, do they ever meet in the same place? And like, that's a beautiful thing. Like seeing some of these people that mean a lot to us mm-hmm. now mean, mean a lot to each other. Yeah. You know, and it, that's pretty, that's pretty bad. And then that's what the festival has done that, you know, we haven't really been able to do other places because, you know, people come to see you in their four hour radius or whatever, or just in their town. Yeah. But people travel from all over the country to come to the Freak Stop. So it's pretty, pretty amazing. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, this is pretty cool. Uh, Pandora there. You are the buzziest band in Ohio. Say what? Uh, that that came out just uh, about a month ago that you were sort of the buzzworthy band uh for the for the whole state. You were the the most uh, you know, um up and coming band there that they had. Sweet. Uh, I'm sorry to inform you, we are not the buzziest show in Florida. Nope. Uh, <laughs> we even may bring down your buzz slightly, but I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yes! As far as, as as music streaming, do you think your your biggest following is on Pandora, or have you even you know looked at that as far as a band, as far as between Pandora and Spotify and Apple and all, all your different streamings? Hmm. Oh yeah, we we examine all that stuff. It's all just super important to yeah. the business and. Um, I can't say for sure um, if they are or aren't, but it's definitely stuff that you know gets monitored. Uh, not so much by me as much as some of the management personnel stuff. But yeah, um, it's definitely very important, and it's definitely you know that's awesome that they uh, included us in that yeah. list. It's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so let's talk about the the most recent album, uh, "Heavy as the Head." It's been out uh, for a little over a year. How's the response been so far to the album? Hmm. It's been awesome. Um, 
we just pressed vinyl for it not too long ago. Yeah. Those have been doing really well. Say what? You know, it hit it hit number one on the iTunes charts, um, the reggae charts, uh, number three on the Billboard. So it you know it was definitely a huge success. Um, so we're just uh, almost done tracking the next one now. So yeah, hoping for like a spring summer release. Very nice, very nice. That vinyl, that's a. That's an intense process, right, to get those vinyl out as far as having to get them pressed and how long it takes. Jeez. Yeah, it takes a, it takes a decent amount of time. In fact, I was kind of surprised that, you know, I, I looked into it years ago and uh, it's still it's a decently, you know, long process to yeah. get them turned, turned around, but I think they're quicker than they used to be. They're, they're getting there. They're getting there, and I'm sure as soon as they actually get out fast again, people will stop listening to vinyl. Girl, come probably, on. Probably. Probably. <laughs> uh, now, one of my favorite songs on the album is Offer It Up. Uh, it's got, it, there, there's, a, there's a choir sound going on uh, in that song. You've got sort of this uh, choir during the chorus. How did you guys uh, record that? Hmm. It was, uh, it was a stack of layers. Um, we had... You know, a handful of people like that have sang on past releases. Um, Alex Fagan, in particular, mm-hmm. she was on a couple of the old records. Um, but anyway, they, we layered them on top of each other. Some of the better singers we knew within our scene up here, and mm-hmm. it turned out pretty good. Yeah, definitely. It sounds it sounds awesome. Uh, now you guys released this record on on Pepper's uh, record label, Wall. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you've done some shows with Pepper. Uh, how how was it working with them in the business aspect? It was great. They're good dudes. Uh, you know, it's it's like you know all these things you mentioned, like um, you know these bands that back in back in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. If you had told me that I would be talking to you know Brett from Pepper on mm-hmm. the phone or tour or playing the Dirty Hats or mm-hmm. playing on three like I, I just would have you know. Say what? Uh, you know, it, it was I never would have believed it. You know, yeah. So like it, this whole experience has been incredible, and you know, dealing with Law and the Pepper uh, Clan has been super helpful and kind of propelling all this thing forward. And you know, nothing but good things to say about those Sweet. dudes. Very nice, very nice. Well, so you brought it up just a little bit there. Uh, you, you mentioned the new the new album. Um, what can you tell us about the new album coming out? Hmm. Um. It's just. Uh. It has. Uh. I think I said it's for the same for the last one, but it's more of a combined effort. I think there's more songs on this one that I didn't write mm-hmm. uh, versus any other one that, or at least that I, you know, didn't primarily write. Yeah. Um. But it's also more of like a concentrated sort of reggae rocky effort. Still, mm-hmm. you know, we've always been kind of just fringe for the scene a little bit. Yeah. So it's still, you know, we're still staying true to who we are, but it kind of has a little bit more of a reggae rock sort of vibe to it than some of the past ones. Nice. Very nice. And when uh, did you say, uh, timeline-wise, we're thinking it's coming out? Probably late spring or maybe early summer around there. Very nice. Very nice. And when's uh, when's your first uh, tour date starting for 2009? Hmm. And where, where are you starting out? 2019. We're going on... Uh, Nine nine date tour with Sublime with Rome starting nice. on the nineteenth. I want to say very nice. Um, yeah, so it's through the Midwest. So again, just another like you know bucket list sort of like band to, to tour with, and 
super excited for that. Yeah, definitely. So just before that, just taking a little bit of a, a breather from the touring. Yeah, just in the studio wrapping up some final final tracking, and uh, we got like uh, some some horn players flying in to help us with uh, some parts on the record. Um, working out some features. Hopefully, some of those come through. I'm just gonna last minute stuff getting that together. Very nice, very nice. Well, Matt, uh, we're up against a break, man, but I want to thank you for taking the time to come on to our show. We really appreciate it. Yes! Thanks so much for having me. Listeners, you can stream their music on Pandora, Spotify, Apple, buy it on iTunes. If you want the hard copy, you can, or, you know, physical vinyl, you can go on their website, tropadelic.com. And if you want to follow them on social media, they're at Tropodelic. Lastly, if you want tickets to a good time, go to freakstomp.com for those general admission tickets to the festival. Right now, let's hear Offer It Up off of Heavy as the Head by Tropodelic right here on the Doc G Show.
the doc g show yes indeed matthew rhodes from tropodelic very nice yes. very nice yo shout out to him for coming on that's awesome shout it was out. it was very very nice of him to take his time to do that very good tunes i mean getting to see some big names i mean you know uh playing with sublime with uh rome playing with 311 Playing with dirty, dirty heads. heads, yeah. Yeah, I man. mean, they've they're 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 making it up in the world. They're getting up there, yes! and we're gonna try to uh, hang on their coattails yes! and make it up there with them. <laughs> don't don't tell you them. Let them know. <laughs> don't know. Don't tell them. We're gonna do that. Okay. Yeah, we can't okay. let them in on that. We can't ruin it. But thanks again for being on the show. Hopefully, we can have them back real uh, soon. But Dave, yes, it's time for the last. Ooh birthday suit hmm. and again all right, all right. We're, we're staying in an athlete Word. so you okay. you can end the night with two and a half well, I know. two and a half two and a half victories I'll, there wow I, I would take two and a half okay here we go born in miami florida on january 9th 1978 our birthday suit wearer grew up playing football he graduated from Miami Beach Senior High School in 1997, and he decided to attend Langston University, but did not play football at Langston University. Hmm. After a semester, he decided to transfer to Santa Monica College, where he played with future NFL wide receiver Steve Smith. Yeah. Word. In our uh, in 2000, our birthday suit wearer was good enough to transfer to Oregon State. While playing at Oregon State, he led the team to a 11-1 season. He was drafted in the second round uh, with the 36th overall pick with the Cincinnati Bengals. Hmm. In 2008, our uh, birthday suit wearer legally changed his name to Ocho Cinco. Wait, what? Oh, Chad Johnson. Chad Johnson is correct. Oregon State, man, I was, I was searching there. I was digging deep. Yes, yes, indeed. It didn't come until the Ocho. I mean, I knew you'd get it on Ocho Cinco. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so he was born in what year? Eighty or seventy-eight? Seventy-eight, man. Seventy-eight. Yeah. Wow. So this is uh, this oh forty-one. Forty-one. 41. Wow. Ocho, Ocho Cinco, man. A, a, a Miami original. A Miami original. Dude, still looking good as ever. Yeah, he's looking he's, good, man. He's looking, you he, know, he's, I, I really... He's training for, um, what's the uh, weightlifting or the, the bodybuilding competition? Oh, Mr. Olympia. He's oh, he Mr. is? Olympia. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that, man. I feel looking like... big. I feel like he should, uh, he, he should have a commentator job. That's a fact. I mean, he's really Dude, he's, good... He he uh, He's so funny. He was talking um he had a little dialogue. Have you have you seen the show Liberty Warriors? Liberty City Warriors? Hmm. No. Um it took it down a peg because it's uh, produced by LeBron James, but I was Wait, okay what? with that. Okay. I, I I accepted it. 
Um, but it's yeah. it's it's a uh, it's a show on um, um, stars, and it's about it, it's about little well, league football. Liberty City is Miami. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. It's mm-hmm. about it's about little league football in Liberty City, and uh, he, you know, Chad, uh, I'm guessing played against some of these guys back in the day, and it actually right. the show now actually follows like the kids now, you know, the current kids. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a real good show. Good job, LeBron James. I'm gonna look Thank into you. that. Yeah, it's okay. it's on the iTunes. So after after the listeners uh, listen to our show, you guys can head yeah. over there. Um, yeah, hop on over to iTunes, listen to it. It's good stuff. But for now, we're finished. So they can actually go over after I sign off. Not yet. Don't yet, listeners. Yeah, you got a little bit left. A little I've, bit left. I've got to tell you Hang about on. the shows coming up. Let me give you a synopsis one it. more time. We've got, again, Sun-Dried Vibes coming next week. Very excited. Then we've got Casey yes, Webb. Sir. Super excited. I've also got a couple of guest ladies coming in that are going to be on the show. My friend Jordan, All my right. friend Julie going to be on the show. Julia and Jordan, okay. very good stuff. Um, we've also got, uh, after that, Driving and Crying, Kim Lenz. Both coming on the show and Raylan Baxter. So many Jeez. good shows. Yeah. Listeners, do you hear this? They better be. Do you be. hear this guy? They better. Come all on. all three of them better be hearing it Girl, right on. now. They better tell all their friends. Open your six ears right now. That's right. Do it. Do it. <laughs> but until next week, guys, I have been your host, Doc G. With me, as always. The co-hostess with the mostest, Dave Burles, Berlin. Yes! Dude, this year's off to a good start, man. Yes! One show down, and it's been awesome. Until until next week. Zip it up and zip it out. Zippity-doo-dah.